A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Since many have undertaken to compile a narrative of the events that have been fulfilled among us, just as those who were eyewitnesses from the beginning and ministers of the word have handed them down to us, I have decided, after investigating everything accurately anew, to write it down in an orderly sequence for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may realize the certainty of these teachings you have received. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news of him spread throughout the whole region. He taught in their synagogues and was praised by all. He came to Nazareth where he had grown up and went according to his custom into the synagogue on the Sabbath. He stood, up what, he stood up to read and was handed a scroll of the prophet Isaiah. He enrolled the scroll and found the passage where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, and to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. Rolling up the scroll, he handed it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue looked intently at him. He said to them, Today, this scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. The Gospel of the Lord. In our baptism, we receive the same power that Jesus has. In baptism, the Spirit is fulfilled in us as well. So that means we can do, as Jesus said, he said to us before he left, he said, you will do not only the things that I did, but greater things. Isn't that amazing? You will do not only the things that he did, but even greater things. And it happens because of, of our baptism, and, and of all the sacraments, but I want to talk just a little bit about baptism and confirmation. Now, probably not many of you remember your baptisms, right? A lot of us were infants at that time, but maybe you, remem you remember your confirmation. In both of those sacraments, we have been sealed with the Holy Spirit. And because we are sealed with the Holy Spirit, that same Spirit that was working in Jesus is working in us. And, and God wants to do amazing things with you in this world. But oftentimes, we, we never activate the Spirit within us. We never actually allow it to work in our lives or become the people that God has created us to be. So I want you to think about yourself for a moment as I just read that, that passage from the Gospel. And I'm going to say you, uh, because the Holy Spirit now is working through the body of Christ. So the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. 
because he has anointed you in baptism and confirmation to bring glad tidings to the poor. He has sent you to proclaim liberty to captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free and to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. And just as Jesus read these words in the synagogue and the eyes of all the faithful looked intently at him, as you take your place in this body of Christ, that same dynamic is going to happen. People are going to look at you with awe and think, what is going on with that person? Because you are called to do the same things that Christ did, and not only what he did, but even more. And I think sometimes the difficulty comes when we haven't found our place in the body of Christ. And so that's what we hear in the second reading today, that we each have a place in the body of Christ. And, you know, that, that could be the eye, it could be the, the mouth, it could be the foot, it could be the hand. St. Saint, Therese, Saint the, the little flower, really took this to, to, to heart and she discerned that her place in the body of Christ was to be the heart of Jesus. She knew she was called to be his heart. So I just want you to think of what place are you in the body of Christ? We hear in the second reading that we're not all going to do the same things. We're not all going to work the, the, the same miracles. God has called you to a very unique and particular vocation to work miracles in the world today. But we're all a part of his body. So what I'd like you to focus on today at Mass, and, and actually maybe for the rest of this week, is what is your place in the body of Christ? Who is he calling you to be? And not only what is your place, but what are, what are the, the profound works and acts of the Holy Spirit that God is calling you to work in the world today? Is it going to be healing? You may be able to actually heal those who are blind and bring sight. Is it going to be prophecy? You may be called to be a prophet in this world. Is it going to be some of the spiritual gifts of encouraging one another? Is it going to be a call to a vocation of priesthood or a religious life? We hear in the second reading, you are all members of Christ's body and individually parts of it. Some people God has destined in the church to be first apostles, second prophets, some teachers, some will do mighty deeds. Some will have the gifts of healing. Some will be assistants. Some might do administration. Some might have variety of tongues. But the reality is we're all called to something. So I just want you to take a moment in silence now after this homily and ask God to help you know your place in his body. And try to think of that in his, 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 uh, the mystical body of Christ. What is, what is your place and what does that mean? But also, what does that mean for your vocation, your call in this world? He's called us all. You're baptized and confirmed into this body of Christ. And you have a very important role and a very important mission.